Truth Fairies is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communication experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com slash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Truth Fairies. Hi, Jamie. Hi. How do you like my intro? That was so good. Thank you. You done did it. Thank you. I've never done it before. Well, I mean, I have, but. Proud of you. Big day. Um, We are back. We're Uh, back. I'm Jamie. I'm Brooke. And we are back with part two of. Embarrassing Embarrassing Stories. stories. Now, we usually start off and talk about all of the trash that we're watching on TV (laughs) and all of our stories, but we have so many embarrassing moments that we are going to dive right in today. Yeah, we got a huge response from y'all. So and we, we won't have time to read all of them or play all of them because we got so many good ones, but we're going to get to as many as we can. We've tried to weed through and find, um, actually we've had a few, like last week, a few that came in as we were recording. And yeah. so then we're like, ah, oh, we've got to yeah. add these in. So anyway. If I'm off my game, it's because I'm on day two of a juice fast and my brain doesn't function without wheat thins. Or sustenance of any kind. Of any. I, it's ridiculous. You and your, what is it? Of juice fast? Juice fast. Juice cleanse. Sorry, juice cleanse. Wow. I well, cried over grout yesterday. Mm. So that's how we're. There going. is your sign that uh-huh. it's not a. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you do things that are supposed to be good for you. And I'm like, but why do I feel so bad? Yeah. Well, I knew something was up today. I mean, I had forgotten that you were doing this because when I texted you, I said, well, what, you know, what are you doing? Because, you know, for I we're, we have an early podcast today and yeah. I'm off all day. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, what time should we go? And you're like, I'm cleaning. Pick me up 15 minutes before. <laughs> okay. Was that grumpy. my Was that my Because I knew I, I couldn't that. go to lunch. Well, and that's what I figured. I'm like, she clearly does not want to have lunch with okay, me today. Okay, but you're not one to talk, miss. I have entered school and I disappear from I the know, world. You I know. Di- you disappear. I, I lose do. you every September. I know. I get you back and then you go into school and it's like nary a text to be returned or heard. It's a good thing we do this. However... I mean, with COVID, who knows? I may be out of school in no time. We all might be. Stupid. Okay. Um, okay well, I want to start. This is just a cute little thing that I heard um, that was on social media. I don't even remember. I kind of think it had something to do with TikTok. But anyway, just a funny, cute little story to start us off um, while you're scrolling through yours. Okay. Um, okay. So this lady says, I just got out of Target and I was standing in line behind a mom and her daughter waiting to check out. The girl was goofing around, looking at me and smiling. Of course, I was obliging because I love these little moments. She was showing me her preschool folder. I think she looked about four or five. Out of nowhere, she looks at me and says, 
Today I figured out that if I hold the sides of my butt open, my farts don't make noise. (laughs) She says, I started laughing. The girls started laughing and the mom whips her head around like she was mortified. I said, don't worry about it. This is life changing news for me. (laughs) And then after it was like all these people posting like kind of funny fart stories or whatever. But I just thought it was so funny. I mean, and that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, that isn't that is valuable life hack. I mean, I think it might be a little risky. <laughs> but <laughs> to walk around spreading. <laughs> your um, but you know, one time I was at work and a coworker was standing behind my desk, like kind of talking to me. And all of a sudden he visibly starts fanning behind his butt, <laughs> like with his hand, like doing a fanning motion behind his butt. Wow. Like, are you true? I smell it. Like yeah. you fanning it isn't, isn't helping. It's not helping the situation. And I, do people not? I mean, I get that every once in a while one might slip out, <laughs> but I would say ninety-eight percent of the time you have control over that. No, it's coming. You deal with the stomach cramp until you can walk away from my oh, desk. Absolutely. I farted in yoga a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this story. I did. I was with Bright, my daughter, and we were doing like a, it was like a crab walk motion, you know, when mm-hmm. you're, and then she had you kind of like lift your butt down or lower the butt and raise it like a, and you went like a hip thrust. And when I raised my butt, it just, was it loud? Yeah. And I'm with Bright, so I look at her and then we just start cracking up. Like, what are you going to do? And you're just hoping that everybody in the room thinks it's her. True. True. What about the time Piper was like three years old, literally, and we were at a school event and she was sitting on my lap like at a school concert or assembly and she toots and it's loud and stinky and she turns around and goes, mom, you farted. I was like, oh "Oh my gosh. I'm like, that was you. And she's like, that was, that was not me, mom. And like, (gasps) what three-year-old, if I was an observer, there's no way I would think the three-year-old. That mom totally ripped it. My sister Tammy says that's the best part about teaching elementary school. You can just tear it right up. You can because they'll blame each other. Yeah. It's like Hunger Games. They'll attack each other and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so funny. Okay. So where do we okay. want to dive in? Should I tell, should I play Aaron's story? Sure. Okay. It was, it's got to be sixth grade or something, but at Kino Junior High, you have this huge hall that's open and everyone's there at lunch all together. I just told a really funny joke and I thought it was so cool because the whole table laughed at what I said. And then I stood up and walked to the bathrooms where everyone was still watching me and I walked directly into the girls' bathroom. And it wouldn't have been so bad except for the girls screamed really loud (laughs) and everyone in the entire, like, you know, three grades of lunch looked over as I walked out of the girls' bathroom and was totally red and walked in the boys' bathroom. That was probably the most embarrassing moment I can ever remember. I thought you were going to tell the naked boy story. Oh. You don't care about that one. Oh, okay. So that one was in, <laughs> this was in, uh, uh, yeah, was that Keno or was high that school, Pine Top? Right? Yeah, this is high school. Yeah, I show up to the new high school that we had moved to. And at my old high school, everyone showered after you uh, go out on the playground because that's what you do when you're a young boy. You better shower, right? After, after PE, right? Yeah, PE, yeah, yeah. That's why after PE. And, and uh, you better shower. Because it's Arizona and it's yeah, a it's million degrees. And anyway, so I walk in there my first day and I uh, to this new school, which is in Pine Top, a little small town, and it was colder or whatever. But anyway, after PE, I go in there 
and there's showers that are open. There's lockers. Take off my clothes. I turn on the shower. I start to shower. And all of a sudden, I turn around, and there's a crowd of boys just standing there staring at me with their mouths <laughs> open. And I'm like, what? And they go, they're all like, you're gross. And they called me naked boy forever, <laughs> like the rest of my whole high school years because I got, because they took shower in the showers that were provided with a bunch of shower heads. And that's these. not your most embarrassing. Well, no, you're proud of it because you were hygienic. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, that was, I wasn't, I wasn't that embarrassed about that actually. So oh, you're proud. Yeah, for loud and proud. All right. Um, the first one makes me laugh because it's like you're having your moment of glory when like everyone thinks you're like cool for a second. Yeah. And then it just ended real It's fast. ripped right out from underneath uh-huh. you. Did y'all shower in PE? Oh, no. No, we didn't no. either. What we used to do is we would wrap the towel around us and then we would turn on the water and like flick it onto our armpits so that our teacher would see that we were a little bit wet uh-huh. and she'd let us go. Oh, we didn't even have to do that. Yeah. We took a little roll on. Ugh. Roll on deodorant, remember that? Roll ons. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing that's funny that's funny about Aaron is Aaron is he has zero embarrassment. Right. Right. For anything. He has no shame in anything. Nothing. Like nothing. That's why I was thinking like to ask you if what you think about his philosophy, which is it's only weird if you make it weird that's um yeah it's his like life motto and sometimes like in a lot of cases it actually works because if you are in kind of an awkward situation and you point it out or you try to over explain or you go like or you're so embarrassed in the moment then it's like that secondhand embarrassment where it gets more awkward for the people around you right but if something awkward happens and you just kind of laugh it off or like don't acknowledge it in if it's appropriate not to acknowledge it yeah then it kind of like people kind of forget and really I think we you feel like that I mean we've we all feel like the world exists around like for our benefit right? right that everything we do is the center of the universe and people what I find is people don't typically we're just glad when somebody else does something stupid we're just glad it's not us <laughs> yeah. right yeah and there have been so because I'll get in my head about things and there have been so many times that I have to think to myself, by this time tomorrow, nobody is even going to remember. Like right. it's, I just have to get through that initial like phase of that wave of embarrassment. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's over. But sometimes I have secondhand embarrassment, like being married to him and he knows this just because I know nothing is awkward to him. So sometimes we're in situations that I find really awkward and he doesn't at all. And probably the people around us don't, but I'm constantly in my head like, don't say something stupid. Yeah. Don't be weird. Don't, don't be weird. Don't be, <laughs> yeah. don't share too much. Don't ask weird questions because he's just so open about everything. Right. But he, see, and Jake is the same way, but Jake is, um, his issue is not that he's just open and whatever. His is that he is just painfully blunt. Like he does not, you know, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. And so like, like he's the guy, if you say, you know, Hey, what do you think of this outfit? He'll be like, Oh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it suits you. Like, and he's not, a, he's not a jerk, yeah. but he, um, he does not, um, he doesn't sugarcoat anything right. where I will, like, I'm always. And is he easily embarrassed? Oh no. Jake? No. Because I read an article, I Googled the science of embarrassment today just mm-hmm. to see if there was anything interesting. And they like pinpointed a specific little thumb-sized part of your brain that lights up when you're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also the part of your brain that like, you know, when people have like dementia or Alzheimer's, they'll, they don't get embarrassed. Like they'll do awkward things or embarrassing right. things. So I think it's also like your filter. Mm-hmm. Oh, for right? sure. So it's for like, sure. because part of us not doing embarrassing things or saying 
rude things is because we don't want to be embarrassed for being rude. Right. So I think being like that part of your brain of being embarrassed and having a social filter Mm -hmm. is kind of the same thing. Yeah. And like Jake, not that he doesn't have a filter, but like not as much. So it made me wonder. And he know like, and in his professional life, he would never, like he knows he's not offensive to people and Mm -hmm. he's not unkind to people, but he also, like if I open a gift that I hate, the person that gave it to me will never know that I hated it. If he opens a gift that is like, I mean, he just doesn't have a good game face. Yeah. But he would be nice. He'd be like, oh, wow, I've, you know, I've never thought about this. I'm, you know, we'll <laughs> see. something I've never considered yeah. owning. I don't know. He's, it's just, so sometimes I get that secondhand, like, yeah. stress that he's going to be. But he knows when to and yeah, when he, he does. can get away with he it. He does. And sometimes I have to be like, why am I, like, why do I get Same. worried about it? It's Same. not me. Yeah, but, but we're like a reflection of them. Yeah, in a weird something. way. Okay, I don't know if I should tell you my <laughs> my um, my story about. Are you second guessing? No, okay, I, I mean it. I just don't know. Do you Are, want this? It's not a, okay. Not yet. I this is just my own personal story. Okay. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Uh huh. Um, okay, but I have to preface this because I think there is so much. Um, Like, I was born and raised in Utah, very small town. Everybody is Mormon. Um, And so anybody that is familiar with Mormons will understand. And anybody that is Mormon will totally understand the awkwardness and embarrassingness. (laughs) Embarrassingness? Embarrassment of this. But people who aren't would be like, this is, I don't understand. So I have to give some context. Um, But I also don't... I also don't want to offend. There are a couple of things I don't ever want to talk about in the podcast, and that is like debating religion yeah. or politics because right. I don't want to offend, you know, right. whatever. But so, but I have to give this. But context. as Mormons, we would talk about this amongst sure. ourselves all the time. So yeah, it is yeah. kind of a tricky. Um, so it's 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 talking about garments, which are like the Mormon underwear. Mm-hmm. So I actually even Googled this because I wanted to be appropriate. So as to not offend. Um, but for people who don't know what garments are, um, they are like Mormon underwear, right? I yeah. mean, they, um, and to people who wear them, to the members of the church, they're deeply religious. They have, um, and they're like, they're like oversized underwear, right? Oh, oh yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're a, there's a bottom and a top. They're all white, um, and mm. but they're way more covered. It's like, a, it's like an undershirt and... Like biker shorts, like long almost. shorts, yeah. like long shorts. In Scotland, someone referred to my dad's as his clerical drawers. His clerical drawers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not that that is Scottish. The clerical drawers. He clerical. <laughs> um, anyway, they. Let me see. Blah 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 blah. Comes in two pieces. It's white, but they clearly look like underwear. They have an under. They're kind of a, almost a sheer, like they're. I don't know. They're underwear-y. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially. Um, yeah. I mean, like men would typically wear like a white undershirt and longer shorts, but for women, it's definitely like you can tell. Yeah. Um, and then just background on what gar- they're, they're like a symbolic, um, sacred commitment. Mm-hmm. Like they represent a sacred commitment to God, their commitments to live good lives. Um, so they're just very, like their garments are very private, even though they cover a lot. And so it's like your body's covered. There's still something very intimate and very private and very personal. Yes. Um, and then it also said, like, garments should not be exposed while wearing to the public. You have to make sure that your clothes cover it. Um, so anyway, just very, very private, very, 
very <laughs> sacred underwear. Right. And so anyway, that's not funny. But um, what's funny is what's coming up. So, <laughs> And that's why I'm laughing because I know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's all funny. Whatever. Okay. We so can laugh about it. We can. And we are. Okay. So this happened when I was like in my late 20s. I had just gone through a divorce. I had four little kids at home. Um, I had just sold, my ex-husband and I had just sold our home, just moved to another home. Um, but I mean, I was like fresh, fresh back in like the single life. The pool. The pool. The filthy pool. <laughs> um, so in, for, again, for people who know the Mormons know this to be true, that the Mo- Mormons are very proactive in reaching out to, to people, right? Yes. You move into a new house. It's like they, first people to show up on your doorstep are the Mormons to find yep. out kind of what, you know, whatever. So I had been, I'd moved in and, and had relatively quickly had been approached by them you know, they knew I was single and talk, they had talked to me about, you know, they have some single adults activities and whatever, which I'm like, I literally just stepped off the divorce train. I'm not interested. <laughs> um, and I was not active. Like I wasn't um, like a church person. I wasn't going. I was like, it was not my jam. So I was, you know, was nice and whatever. Yeah. Um, so there was this guy that went to the church that was, he was probably five years old. He was probably mid thirties and I was like 28 and he was either divorced or widowed. He had five kids that he was raising. That's why I kind of think he might have been widowed. Doesn't matter. But so, I mean, even if I had been interested in dating, I was not interested in dating him. Right. Right. Like nine kids between us nine at kids. 28. No. No. Not interested. Um, and again, I wasn't doing the church thing. I was not interested in somebody that, yeah. you know, whatever. So anyway, this guy starts showing up. Um, he stopped by to invite me to some of the the single adults things a few times we talked on the porch he'd introduced himself I was polite whatever but pretty pretty straightforward that I wasn't interested well so over a period of two or three four months he pops in every couple of weeks to bring me a flyer and and then and then it kind of progressed to hey would you like to go with me to this singles activity blah 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 and I'm like I don't does he like me does he want to date me does he just want to like is he just like you know whatever job as the outreach specialist But um, anyway, and I declined. I made it very clear, like, oh, I've got, you know, this and that. Kind of made excuses. I probably should have been more straightforward. But anyway, through the grapevine, I hear that he's interested and kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. like he's interested. Whatever. I'm not. He's looking for a mama for those. He's looking for a baby mama. Five little kids. Yeah. So a few months pass. It's like November by this time. And it's winter, winter in Utah, cold, snowy, horrible, whatever. So I'm, I'm... I had gotten the kids to bed one night. Everybody's in bed. It's like 9, 9.30 at night. I'm in my sweats and my T-shirt. I'm in my comfies watching TV. The lights are dim. You know, I mean, it's nighttime, getting ready for bed. And there is a knock at my door. <laughs> and I'm like, who, you know, who is at my house at 9 o'clock at night? So I open the door, and there on my front porch stands this guy. It's snowing. <laughs> it's like horrible weather outside. He's bundled up. He's got 20 layers of clothing on. And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, sorry to bother you, whatever. But I really just wanted to, to come in and talk to you for a minute about some upcoming things. And I'm like, oh, my hell. <laughs> like, haven't I been clear enough? Anyway, but it's snowing. I feel bad for the guy. So I'm like, sure, <laughs> come on in. So you have to understand this was like the second base of our conversations. Okay. Right. So like we'd met, we'd porch talked. You'd done and, all the small talk. Right, right. And so now here we are. He has finally made it inside. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of a big thing. So he he comes in and I'm thinking like we're going to stand in the entryway. Sure. But he like makes his way in, sits on the, takes off his coat and sits on the couch. And the whole time I'm like, what are we doing here? 
So whatever. Um, so we start talking and it's kind of awkward. He wants to small talk before he just gets into what he's there for. And, and he's kind of flustered and, and he's, you know, and you know how it is when you come in from 800 degree or yeah. I mean, freezing weather into a really 800 degree house, which yeah. mine always was. So he's kind of flushed and sweating. Probably <laughs> so nervous can, that he's, he's made nervous. it in. He's on the couch. So, and we're sitting there talking. He's like, oh, it's really hot. I need, I need to take off my hoodie. So again, kind of weird. This uh-huh. older guy sitting in my living room, nighttime, and now he's undressing. <laughs> so I'm a little unsure of how it's playing out. But I mean, what, what do you say? No, don't. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there. So he, <laughs> he pulls his hoodie over his head takes it off and he continues talking to me. Now what he doesn't realize is that he's pulled off his t-shirt as well. So he is literally sitting on my couch in his chonies. Right? So he is and and again, like in the non-Mormon in the non-Mormon world, it it's like the equivalent of like a like a thin t-shirt, but in yeah. the Mormon world, he it is like he is sitting there fully nude <laughs> posing on my couch. <laughs> so he's sitting there I'm sitting there and I I mean he must have seen my face and yeah. realized like something was amiss because he, <laughs> he looks down and he sees that his clothes are off and he realizes that he has taken off his clothing and he's sitting there in his chonies yeah so he is like f- starts fumbling and he's pulling the sweater and the shirt is caught in the sleeves of the sweater <laughs> and he's trying to get the shirt out and turn right side out so that he can put it on. He starts apologizing um, oh because, again, I, we don't know each other. Yeah. And as he's doing, he's standing up and he's getting dressed. He's apologizing. And, um, you know, finally he gets his shirt on, he gets his coat on and he leaves. <laughs> um, so needless to say... That was our last interaction, oh. and um, he no longer came recruiting me for the uh, <laughs> single adults activities, but it was you one know. of those things that the secondhand em- embarrassment for me, I was like, like I couldn't get it out of my mind, right. and, I, and I kept having to think, like, this too shall pass, right? Because I could, <laughs> it was so humiliating for both of us. It was so it's awkward. So funny. So there you go. There's my naked man in my living room story. I love it so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Okay, I'll share my other one that I was holding on to. And my sister Tammy was like, if you don't tell this story, I'm going to be so mad. So we used to go back to school shopping. I grew up in Idaho Falls. Not a lot of shopping options, but my grandparents and all my cousins, my parents are from Ogden, Utah. So we would go to Ogden because they had a little bit more shopping. So it's like my whole family, Tammy and Heather are like, probably like college freshmen or seniors, like they're like in their late teens and I'm in my early teens at the height of everything is humiliating. And we go into the bathroom and I use the toilet seat cover and I put it down and the door won't lock. So I'm holding my foot up propping against the door so that it won't swing open. So when I get done going to the bathroom, I have to put my foot down and pull my pants up in one fell swoop so that no (laughs) one will see me with my pants down. So it's like one action of like pulling my pants up real quick. So I'm washing my hands and my sisters all of a sudden start like swatting at my butt. And I'm like, what are you doing? And if you have older sisters, you know, they can just be tormentors. Like Mm -hmm. they can just do random stuff to embarrass you or you never know what's going to happen with them. So I think they're just trying to mess with me. So I'm like, what are you doing? So I start like, and I was a cranky, like cranky, angsty angsty teenager. So anything they did pissed me off. 
So I'm like, knock it off, you guys. What are you guys doing? Like yelling. Like, mm-hmm. and they're laughing their heads off and they continuously reaching for my butt. And I think I'm thinking they're trying to pull my pants down, mm-hmm. de-pants me or something. So we exit the bathroom. Now we're in the food court and I'm still yelling at them and they're still laughing and grabbing my butt. Finally, I feel like dripping and I look back and the toilet seat cover, the wet toilet seat <gasps> cover is oh. still attached to me, hanging out of the back of my pants. But because I made such a huge scene about it, like the entire food court has turned to see this girl. And they're like, we were trying to help you. But they were laughing so hard. You're like, then say it. Yeah, then don't just reach for my butt (laughs) because I'm going to swat you away. Oh, that is funny. Every time. Ew. And those, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I don't really use those toilet seat covers. I don't either anymore. And I didn't know if it was because it was PTSD from that or if it's just not worth my time. I just don't know if it's... um, if, if the risk is, like, I don't know. Does it do Does anything? that make sense? I don't. And I'm like, hopefully, most people are using it. Yeah. And I'm willing to risk it. <laughs> right? I mean, well, I'm. Both I'm, you and I, by the time we get into a public bathroom, it's crucial. Like, yes. I don't have time. Yeah. And I just figure, I mean, it'd be different if I was rubbing my yeah. genitals all across the seat, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty careful not to, you know? So, no I mean, it's open, like. No open. Things. Maybe my upper leg. Yeah. Is touching it. Yeah. And I'm somewhat of a hoverer. Um, so I sit right on There's it. not a whole lot of like extreme contact going on. No, I know. What's the, what's the worst that can happen? And I only ever pee in a public restroom. I would never. Right. We've had this conversation. Never do more than that. Yeah. And so it's not like there's a whole lot of like contact time. time. spent. Yeah. I mean, not that germs have a time <laughs> requirement, but I just don't. I just am <laughs> like, you know what? I mean, it's probably fine other people it are using fine. it it's fine it's fine i've ne- i really don't know what the risk is i don't either so so nobody nobody tell us please <laughs> we don't need any scientists up in here no. talking about the disgusting germs that have entered Ugh. our bodies Ew. no okay. there's no hole that's not entering anything <laughs> i mean no hole wow. is tu- no hole is touching the it toilet is, there seat. is no hole on germ contact exactly okay um <laughs> What do you want to what What do you want to do now? I have I have a recording. You want to do my recording yeah, I do. now? I do. Okay, I should have done that before. There's the dongle. Oh, almost knocked my coke over. Here's a here's a funny quickie. I have so many quickies. Okay. Um, <laughs> three years ago, a cute guy I worked with wanted to give me a fist bump. I thought he was pretending to hold an invisible microphone, so I leaned forward and said, "Hello." <laughs> Hey, I just imagine a guy going for a fist bump, hello, into his invisible mic. Yeah, I hate when people do things and I don't get what yes. they're trying to do. Like, are you fist bumping totally. me? Like, I hate that awkwardness. Of- One time I went to choir in high school and my teacher reached out her arm because I was chewing gum. So she was like, give me your gum. And I thought she was going in for a hug. <laughs> this is a big problem with dudes. <laughs> what? Yes. The whole uh, the whole handshake, like if you see a guy, like some people fist bump, some people do like the slap fist bump, some people just shake hands. Yeah. And I remember one time in high school, like my buddy, who was like a skater kid and we hung out with this friend and he sits there and he like shoves his hand in my car to like what I think is shake his hand. So I grab his hand to shake it. <laughs> 
and then it's kind of like an awkward like two seconds like of no one moving their hand or anything and then he so pulls it away it's fine and then he sticks his hand through the car and then goes like slap nux with my uh, buddy sitting next to me and the second he like walks away i was like that was the most awkward thing i've ever done in my entire life like i was just holding his hand because like, i didn't know what to do good day fine sir yeah exactly it was super awkward but like with every guy you meet you kind of have to like look around and see how he does it with everyone else be like all right this is like a slap nux guy not a regular like it's yeah it's a weird thing but no one especially ever talks about state, it that, okay i'm glad you acknowledge and especially that. now with like the covid <laughs> yeah. there's like the, oh yeah there's some the people shoulder. Like, yeah, yeah elbows like yeah i had a family member do that to me recently and i was like are we not we're not hugging anymore i was like okay that's I that's just, cool i guess but it was just really ooh, like off-putting right. i would have just spit on him <laughs> oh we're there that's where we're at we're here have covid we're gonna literally spit sit right in this on house him. and talk to each other for an hour but don't shake my hand or give me a hug yeah it's like on have you seen the office when um jim comes back and or toby's i can't remember but he walks back and he goes to sh and he goes to Toby goes to fist bump him, and he's uh -huh. like, oh, we're doing that now? <laughs> so awkward. Okay, is. here is a message from Alyssa okay. about her most embarrassing. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hi, Truth Fairies. I am sending in one of my most embarrassing stories. Unfortunately, I have a few, but uh, when I was in college, one of my roommates and I went with another roommate to visit her family in Wendover. And on our way, we stopped at that weird sculpture that's out in the middle of the desert that's called the Utah Tree. And we decided we would take pictures by the concrete like shells that were on the ground. This was back in the day of actual cameras. So I, I ran and set my timer and then ran back to the shell where my roommates were. Uh, it was kind of muddy. So I slipped and I went down on one knee and when I stood up, I realized I had fallen in poop. And what made it worse is that it was obviously human poop. So I found one tiny stick of sagebrush and tried to scrape off as much as I could. Uh, it was February and really cold, but we had to ride the rest of the way to Wendover with the windows down because I smelled so bad. And I was really embarrassed, super upset that this had happened to me. And it was the first time going to meet my roommate's family. Uh, my my roommates were laughing super hard in the car, and I kept saying, "This it's not funny. You can't laugh." And so they would try to hold it in, but I could still see their hair shaking because um, I was in the back seat. And so I would hit the back of the seat and tell them to knock it off. So we got to her friend or to my friend's family's house, and she brought us to the front door where her parents were. And she said quickly to her mom, "This is Denise, and she has to pee. And this is Alyssa. She fell in shit." <laughs> So I was ushered into the bathroom uh, to take off my poopy pants and her mom brought in every cleaning product available for me to disinfect my skin. She threw my pants in the washer with who knows what chemicals to disinfect those as well. And her mom was a tiny thing, which I am not. So I had to wear the dad's sweatpants until my pants were clean and dry. Uh, it made for very awkward small talk this being the first time that i had ever met uh, my roommate's family and everybody would just start laughing randomly about what had happened her mom was super sweet and tried to be positive and said well at least you were lucky enough to find the one piece of sagebrush in the desert and i just kept thinking yeah and i was also lucky enough to find the only pile of human shit in the desert to fall into I can laugh about it now, but I was mortified at the time. Uh, when we got back to school, my roommates would reenact the whole story. Oh. And, uh, you know, again, back in the day of actual cameras, once I actually got the pictures developed and saw them, I thought I had made it up in time for our, our, our picture, but you can clearly see me trying to pull myself out of the pile of poop onto the concrete shelf. Oh my gosh. 
Anyway, one of my most embarrassing stories, and thanks for letting me share. Bye. Oh, I love her. <laughs> you know, so have you ever been out? There? I mean, it is salt flats. Yes, yeah. Like, there is not a tree, a bush. Is that the sculpture that looks like Play-Doh, kind yeah, of? It's I, like really oh. big and colorful. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and you know, why is it that he... I mean, I maybe I shouldn't even ask that. Shit is shit, but right. there's something even oh. more disgusting about human. Absolutely. Just picturing a person just, I'm going to squat right here and, and let it go, go and just leave it. Yeah. Although on the salt flats, I guess there's not a, not a lot of options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had a thought. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> I just gave Brooke the weirdest you look. You did. I was like, like. I just had a thought. You can't anyway, tell come back. To, nope, okay. I cannot. <laughs> okay. We'll come back to that after the podcast. After this break. We don't have breaks. Um, okay. Well, speaking of human shit, here's another one for you. Puping. Okay. I can't. This is from a friend. I can't say her name. Okay. Keeping it anon. Keeping it anonymous. Um, but I'm going to tell, tell you anyway. I mean, I'll tell you later. Okay. You know. You I know. know. Anyway. Okay. So here's a little story I like to refer to as shit the sheets. <laughs> A few years back, I had beautiful white bedding on my bed. I had a lovely Battenberg lace bed skirt, white sheets, and a quilt with a white background. Well, I had just gotten out of the shower and was going to get dressed. My stomach had been, hadn't been feeling too great, and I had been having some diarrhea. Well, I felt a lot of gas pressure and knew if I could just fart, I'd feel better. I started to bear down to force the gas out, <laughs> and I immediately there. felt something liquid running down <gasps> my leg. I turned around and saw that I had blown shit all over my white bedding and it was now running down my legs. Oh. <laughs> and she says, oh, one would think I should be embarrassed. But of course, I still laugh to this day when I think of it. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, blown out Ugh. all over her white bedding. What do you do? Yeah. And yeah. I wish that she was telling this story because her, oh, um, yeah. you know, her, her telling is. She's so funny. She's great. But yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a. Another quickie story about a time I should have been embarrassed, and I still don't know why I wasn't. So we were snowmobiling with my brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law this past winter, and one of the machines broke down, so they were kind of back on the trail, and I went ahead, like, 100 feet where they couldn't really see me, and I'm like, I'm just going to pee real quick, like, going to sit on the edge of the snowmobile, get a little ledge, and just drop my pants and pee. So I'm peeing and they all ride up and it's like the first one rides up and I start kind of like waving like stop stop but they're thinking I'm like I need help so they come right up next mm -hmm. to me and I'm just peeing and I'm like I'm peeing guys and they're like oh my gosh and I'm like sorry but I just was like all right I'm done. Sometimes nature calls. I just like I'm like wow it's either old age it's either that I'm 40 now and I just don't care or I don't know. I love it, though. Or you've embraced it. I've embraced that I'm going to pee, and I didn't have to wipe. So I was... care less and less the older I get. Same. It's so liberating. It's just less and less. It's the best. And I think there's so much less. Maybe that part of our brain is shrinking. shrinking. It's <gasps> atrophying. Maybe that's actually, like, literally I, it part might of be. it. Because the older I get, just the less I... Like, I remember when I was younger and, like, good-looking, <laughs> that I would worry... <laughs> like, I would worry a lot more about... Um, like always having to be on my A game, yeah. and now I'm like, nah. I'm like, no I'm one's old. looking at me. You I'm know not what? I'm looks. Yeah, they're not. They're no. not looking. They don't care. It's just mom in plus size skinny yep. jeans right yep. now. My wrinkles. Mm -mm. My yeah. No, I don't care. That's, I'm the same. Doesn't even matter. Um, let's talk for a second about like sending either like a text or an email to the wrong person or auto correcting. <laughs> so this girl says, I didn't realize that my phone has been auto correcting best to beast. Why? 
I signed a whole slew of emails, professional emails, Beast, comma, Erica. Oh, no. <laughs> Which reminds me of another one of my favorite stories where we were trying to, pr- we love pranking in my family. Like, mm-hmm. we have a long history of pranks. And so one time my sister and her daughter, Autumn, got my mom's phone and said, what can we, you know how you can, like, set a phone to autocorrect something all the time? Mm-hmm. So my mom sends out birthday emails for everybody's birthday. So happy birthday, you know, best, the best day ever. It's Brooke's birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, and then someone's birthday was coming up in like two days. So they're like, let's autocorrect the word birthday to penis. <laughs> so that she sends to the whole family, best penis, you know, a happy, bir- happy penis to Brooke or whatever. So we thought, they thought it would be hilarious. Well, what they did not realize was that my mom was the young women's leader for the youth group in her ward for the women, for the girls, the teenage girls, and they had a birthday coming up. Oh, no. So she sent out a text to the entirety of the bishop, the presidency, no. the, all the young women, all these 12 and 13-year-old girls that said, hey, guys, what should we do about Stephanie's penis? <laughs> <laughs> Went to the all the the girls are all sitting in school like with their phones. They must have been older. Stephanie has a penis. What should we do about Stephanie's penis? And you know they don't look at their phone like you just send a text. So she didn't even until she's getting all these texts back. One of them being from the high school. The phone had been confiscated because she wasn't supposed to have it, and she got in trouble for having an inappropriate text message from her church leader. (gasps) From her church, and so she had to explain to the school that it was a mistake. (laughs) Oh my god, that is horrible. That is, and and for people who don't know this, Brooke's mom is so not so innocent. Like she is so innocent, so like wouldn't say shit with a mouthful of it. No, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And she here. did call me a little shit a few well, times you growing were one. up. But now, I w- no, I was. I deserved you it. Um, that also reminds me, do you remember, and I don't know the details of this because it's been so long ago, but my daughter Carly um, texts nipple <laughs> to, no. to our, her, our church, like one of the state presidents <laughs> in the state presidency. They were trying to have an interview with her. Oh. And she said, she texted back, nope, and it autocorrected to nipple. <laughs> And she was trying to fix it, and it kept going and it just back. Kept so it was like going. nipple, 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 <laughs> and yeah, she was horrified. There is a whole Reddit thing about texts from old people, like grandma's texts or grandma's Facebook messages, where it's like a grandma will post on Facebook message, like, "Could you move your garbage can?" Because she thinks she's like texting her neighbor. It's the oh, funniest. Funny. I will have to pull some yeah, up next week them. because they make me laugh so hard. Oh, that's funny. Older people and their technology. Which is not us, Travis. It's not us. We are not old people. As we fumble to get our phones <laughs> turned on. <laughs> okay, um, should I, what do you want to do next? Um, I have one from Carla. Do you want me to read Carla's? Sure. Okay, this is from my friend Carla. She said, um, this was quite a few years ago. I was in my late 20s when it happened. We were camping at Cherry Hills in Kaysville. They had a lazy river type water feature. And I was on an inner tube floating with my son, age 10, and my stepson, age 13, who were floating along in their own inner tubes. I had on a bikini that had a strapless top, just the one faster in the back like a bra would have. Um, well, as we went down a little rapid, let's see. So, well, as we went down a little rapid, the bounce caused my bikini top to come unfastened, and it popped off and started floating ahead of me down the lazy oh, river geez. really fast. I was sitting with my bottom in the hole of the inner tube face up, so everyone around, including my sons and some of the other boys who were standing above watching, got a free shot. Oh. She said, I jumped off the inner tube and, of course, covered myself with my arms. <laughs> I yelled to my sons to hurry and swim after my swimming suit top. 
um, the boys standing above who had been watching started cheering and waving <gasps> at me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this was seriously Woo-hoo. so embarrassing. And, of course, when we got back to our trailer, my sons couldn't wait to tell the rest of our extended family camping with us the whole story. Of course. So. got to tell the whole story. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Water parks. That's When my daughter picks out swimsuits, I'm like, you got to think that you're an active kid. Like, yeah. you don't want to be popping out of anything or wardrobe functions. Or, yeah. We've all had sure. them. Let me see the dongle. The dingle dongle. The dingle donkey. Hang on. Yeah, I mean, water parks and bikinis and strapless bikinis are not a good combo. No, they are not. Oh, I think I had an experience like that at Lagoon, but I don't remember the I details. had one. Remember when we had, in Utah, they used to have a place called Wet and Wild that was a water park, not a strip club. <laughs> but they had one thing that you'd, like one slide that you'd go down and it literally would like wedgie you. Oh, and, yeah. I, and it was so humiliating. And like now it wouldn't bother me, but I remember as a kid having to do like the walk of shame out of it. Because oh, yeah. your, your swimming suit was so far up your butt. It's to pick or not that, to pick. That yeah. is the constant water park dilemma. Yeah, I remember yeah. it being very humiliating. And now I'm like, there's no shame in that. No, you pick, it out. you pick that. That's not happening. Okay, I'm going to play... Either one or two from Tammy, depending on we're kind of running out of time. But so this is my older sister, Tammy, who I just have to point out because she is the cutest person ever. She is an elementary school teacher, which might if we play the second and just keep that in mind, because wouldn't you just want when you hear her voice, the way she talks, you would just want her to be your teacher. Yeah, she yes, she is very like the perfect teacher. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I have two stories, so I'll pause between the two. When I was in college, I worked for an awesome little theater in West Yellowstone. Great opportunity for a college kid. But after about the middle of the season, when you knew the shows really well, you'd start to get a little silly. And in one of the shows, I had to open and read a letter on stage. And every once in a while, the kid who would hand me the letter would hand me a silly note or a silly picture or something. And one night when he handed me the letter, it was really thick. So I knew something was coming. Well, you have to understand that before this happened, I'd been really struggling with laryngitis and had been to the doctor, had my throat looked at with a camera and was having a lot of um, dripping from my nose onto my throat. So the doctor gave me a medicine that really dried my whole throat and everything out. And so I had to drink a ton of water. So when I opened up the letter, it was a Playgirl centerfold. So imagine 19-year-old little me who like kissed two boys in her entire life looking at a Playgirl centerfold, something I had never seen and didn't expect it to look that way, frankly. (laughs) And I looked, I was shocked. I was just standing there in shock. But then I looked over at the kid who gave me the letter, and he is practically rolling on the stage, which then started me laughing. Well, imagine me laughing. I've always had the tiniest bladder in the world. Me starting to laugh with all that water that had been going through me to try and keep myself hydrated. Yeah, I completely wet my pants on the stage. Fortunately for me, I was wearing a long dress, so you couldn't see water dripping down my legs. Unfortunately for me, eventually I was going to have to move, and there was a puddle there. Um, I don't know how the villain of the melodrama I was in knew that I was in trouble, but he somehow just came, hurried, and came on 
with water guns. I don't know if he'd been planning it that night already or what, but he came on with water guns and started shooting us with water guns, which fortunately for me then kind of hid the giant pedal that I left on the stage. I'm not sure if that's the most embarrassing moment of my life, but it's pretty dang close. Oh, Can I play that's the second funny. one? Yeah, go ahead and play the okay. second one, too. So second most embarrassing moment. That's a good one. I started a new job at a new school, and it was a great job. I loved it. But the second year, I think, that I was there was one of the worst snow years on record. And I struggle a little bit with um, seasonal depression when it's just so snowy and I can't get outside. And it was February, that time of year that you're just dying and in Star Valley, we have snow till May, so I knew we were still in for a ton of snow. And outside of my classroom, there's a little courtyard with bushes and trees, and it's really beautiful. Well, it, it was just slowly filling up with snow. So I picked one bush that I thought, okay, when that bush is covered with snow, I am going to lose my mind. That is when I go insane. So I was over talking in another teacher's classroom across the hall, and I was telling him how hard, it, how hard I was feeling that seasonal, seasonal depression, and he was feeling it too. And I said to him, you need to come over and look at my bush. <laughs> and as soon as I said it, I heard it. But I tried to, like, pretend I didn't and just go on with the conversation. But the look on his face, like, he was trying so so hard not to laugh so I just finally had to say yeah I heard it and we laughed and laughed and laughed and I was mortified just so embarrassed because this was a male co-worker I'd only been working with him for a year so I go back to my classroom doing my thing the next thing I know the entire third grade team walks into my room hey can we see your bush we hear your offering the rest of the winter hey Tammy you got your bush covered How's your bush? Is it exposed? I hope your bush is still exposed, Tammy. Don't get that bush covered. So embarrassing. Sometimes they still ask me how my bush is doing. How's your bush, Tam? <laughs> Tammy, how is your bush? How's that bush? Yeah, it's. it made me laugh that she gave herself like a, I will literally go insane. Right. It's when that bush is covered. Such an elementary, and, and like even when she starts her story and says... I have two stories, so I'm going to pause. Uh-huh. Like it's so I can see the elementary teacher yeah. doing that. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that is way funny. So those are good ones. Um, you got one? I don't. Oh, you don't? Well, okay. I have. I brought my favorite recording, but we'll, let's play that one last. Okay. I'll read some of these quickies just because they there's just funny ones on like Twitter. Okay, Travis, do we have time? Are we good? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So this says... Um, my dentist asked his assistant to suction, uh, in parentheses, the water out of my mouth, but I thought he was talking to me, so I sucked his finger. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That is... You'd yeah. never go back. Okay. Uh, I was holding my cat in my arms so the vet could give him an injection. My cat was struggling and frightened, so I bent and kissed his head to comfort him. Only it wasn't his head. The vet had gripped his neck, ready to inject, and I kissed the back of the vet's hand. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, let's see. The elevator doors opened up, and a guy walked in the elevator. It was just me and him and in there, and he said, I love you. And I'm not rude, so I said, I love you too. 
He gave me a weird look and pointed at his Bluetooth. <laughs> Oh, geez. And then this one. I once walked into a subway, asked for a moot ball feet long, said shit directly afterward, then walked out. I can never go back. <laughs> I love when you're trying to combine words. Like this one says, meant to say hold on for a second and give me a minute to a customer. And it came out as hold me for a second. Oh, yeah. What a Monday. Yeah. Like once, and especially once you start, like you make an error. Yeah. Then you're just bleh, bleh, like you can't get it out. Like I a lot of times at school, I'll read like we're reading a book in school and I'll read it to my kids. Yeah. And it's like the minute I miss one word, mm. it's like I am just vomiting everywhere. It's over. Yeah. I can't get control. This is another like one where you think they're going in for a fist bump. Screaming. Just hugged my dentist thinking he was going in for one, but he was really just taking off my dental bib. <laughs> Don't think I can ever recover from this. <laughs> Oh, those make me laugh so hard. Um, yeah. I think that's about it. No. But yeah. Oh, this okay. is a, one, one last one. I go to KFC to get the kids something to eat. They wanted the kids meal with a leg. So I said, kids meal with the leg. And the lady says, which side? Me, complete silence as I heavily contemplate such an odd decision. I guess the right side? Hell, I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> After several moments oh. of laughter, she says, no, honey, which <laughs> side would you like to go with the leg? Mashed potatoes or wedges? Jesus, take the wheel. It's been a long day. That I wasn't even, I was like, why would she ask? What side? Wow. That, that, is, that could have happened to you. Yeah, it could have. And then I have one where someone's asking us if, like, if she, the girlfriend, so the girlfriend is posting pictures of her boyfriend who is, like, in that military. So um, she says, Actually, the boyfriend is writing in. She says, he says, wait, you guys, I am sorry. This is like what we wow. were just talking about. What is it? The girlfriend is the boy. <laughs> You're done. Travis! <laughs> okay. I don't want to resent him for this, but I also don't have the heart to tell him to stop. It seems he doesn't understand how I think. I once told him to respect certain bound. Oh, this is a totally different one. Oh, my God, hell. This is one where... The girlfriend, the boyfriend is commenting on the girlfriend's posts in sexual ways, like publicly. Oh. I thought, okay, I had saved one earlier where like a military guy, the girlfriend was always posting like, this is my hot, sexy military man. And like, thank the military. And it like totally embarrasses him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, please don't do that. Like the guys in my like bar bar barrack, what are they? Barracks? Nope. Barracks. Yeah. That's are like room, giving yeah. me a hard time. Like they're always teasing him. And she's like, I don't want to stop. Like. I'm so proud of you. And she needs to stop. She needs to unfriend. He needs to unfriend her. He needs to go in and make everything private somehow so that his no, he needs to unfriend her. But then his friends will still see it. Like Not if he unfriends army. her and she can't even see his picture. He needs to unfriend her and then block <laughs> his page so she can't see his pictures. Oh, yeah. But she'll still always post stuff about him. And then his buddies see oh. it and give him a hard time. Hmm. Well, what are his friends doing following her? Yeah, exactly. And then this girl, this one that I was so confused, I am sorry, is she is like a nurse. And so she posted like a picture of like her new stethoscope and um, said something um, about her new tool or whatever for work, her mm -hmm. new stethoscope. And he says, ooh, sexy, sexy baby girl. You could hear my heart beating for you from there. And she's like, can you Ew. not do that? And that's my, ooh, I don't, I'm that same way. I'm like, don't, 
don't go on Facebook and gush about me, like to Aaron. Right, because like, we live together. Like, if you want to say something yeah. to me, just say it. Just, just shout it out from the bathroom. How about you send me a card? How about you write me a love note if that's how you feel? Yeah. I don't need... Don't I don't love it. the whole public, like, gushing of one's spouses. Ew, especially if it's, like, gross. Yeah. If it's... Some sexual, people that's probably like weird. if they love it, that's fine. Like if they feel appreciated that way, like I don't want to diss on that. But I you guess. don't get to like victimize your partner on <laughs> right. social media, right? To, if that makes them uncomfortable, and it's almost like sticking your hooks in, right? Like oh. when people, somebody will post a picture, like that's my man, he's so fine. It's like what? Okay, we know you Are don't. You afraid yeah. we're all gonna go after him? We're all. It's like sitting. It's like sitting bitch in the truck, right? Like. <laughs> There's like when a guy has a truck and the girl has to sit in the middle next to him. Yes, sitting bitch. Yes. Ugh. It's like, oh, it's you... like, how insecure are you? Right. So for everybody who does that, don't. Don't. <laughs> just don't do it. It's embarrassing. I know. Okay. Hey, sorry that I just flubbed up eight minutes of our podcast because I can't read. That's all right. Thanks. You didn't. Thank you. Okay. So this is, and a lot of people have probably heard this, but this is my favorite. It makes me so happy. This was, um, this actually like went viral. This lady, <laughs> I'm just going to let her tell her story, but I think it's been on the news and it's oh, been, yeah. I mean, they've posted everywhere how funny um, her experience is, but just her telling it cracks me up. So I'm going to play it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Guys, I watch all of these videos <laughs> and people on the internet and I don't believe it. And then it just happened. <laughs> I love her so much. I was in the shower, and then I got out of the shower, and I walked across my bedroom to get my clothes, and all of a sudden, I heard my seven-year-old from my bed go, hang on, Bella, and then Bella goes, I think we need to hang up. We might all be in trouble, and I looked, and my seven-year-old was zooming her friends from my bed, and then naked. I don't know why she was in my bed, but what do I like write an apology note to all the parents? Or do you just pretend, pretend like it didn't happen or call them all liars and that they didn't really see Yes, it? go with that. I've watched it, she, and she's literally sitting there in her towel with her head, like her hair, just towel, like it just happened. And oh man, oh, I love were, it. I think there were a lot of Zoom, a lot of Zoom nudity during a, quarantine. A lot of my Zoom favorite issues. still was I'm not a cat. <laughs> Texas, I'm not a cat. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I, I'm, I'm not a cat representing. <laughs> 
If you haven't seen I'm Not a Cat video, I think everybody, everybody. in the free world saw it, but it is my... Oh, it is funny. I love it. See, you guys, quarantine did some good things for us. Yes, lots of some good Some good things. comedy came out of that. Yes, it did. Okay, well, we've got more, but we don't have time to share them all. But if you sent them in, thank you. And we might be able to incorporate them into future episodes. Okay, so what do we do? We know what we're talking about next time. Oh gosh, we just don't think that far ahead. I know. So yeah, it was us. nice to have this double one because we didn't have to prepare. We didn't have to work very hard. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for your stuff. So send us in anything else if you have ideas for things you'd like to hear um, our opinions on. Yeah. And or just things you want us to talk about, whatever. Um, send your we stuff. Can do breakups. Ooh, breakups or makeups. Breakup or makeup. Makeup or breakups. Yeah. There you go. Um, or anything, send it in your stories to truefairiespod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram or yeah. Facebook. Follow us, like us, love us, rate us. Don't rate us bad. Subs- no. Subscribe to us. Please. And tell your friends. Tell them all. Okay. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at truthfairiespod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, speak.fm, or wherever you listen. We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.